You're listening to the Grow Through International Expansion podcast. My name is Oliver Dowson, host and the CEO of ICC. This podcast was created to help you expand internationally and find new opportunities and markets around the world. So, when should startup companies start their international expansion? Well, right from day one, of course, which is exactly what you'd expect me to say. With my other hat on as an angel investor, I see a lot of pitches from new startup companies. Not only ones from the UK, but from other countries too. Most think of international expansion as a future ambition, several years down the line. I think they're short-sighted. A startup business concept or product may well be revolutionary in its own country, but it's quite probable, in fact I think it's almost certain, that another brilliant entrepreneur in another country, the other side of the planet, is setting up another company to do the same thing. It may not be an identical product or service, but something that's closely comparable. So much so that at first sight, the person in the street would think they're the same or variations of each other. Of course, it could even be a foreign copycat that's seen the pitch. Apps and software in particular are really open to this. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've worked here in the UK, for example, with a digital health company that's been developing an exciting and apparently unique new service. I then went to a conference in the USA and found two startups there essentially developing the same thing. Last year, I visited startup incubators in Peru, Chile and Colombia. Since I returned to the UK, I've received pitches from British startups developing services that are close to some of the ones being built over there. So why does this matter, and what's the relevance to international expansion? Well, let me tell you a story. Let's call it a tale of two startups. One startup is here, I'll call that Company One, and the other, Company Two, is in another country far, far away. Both plan similar products. If they knew each other, they might not themselves describe them as similar. However, from a customer viewpoint, they solve the same problem. Company One's entrepreneurs plan to postpone going international for two or three years, so their product first gets fully developed and established here. Company two, the foreign company, doesn't wait so long. Unlike company one, they realize their ambitions can only be met by global expansion, so they launch internationally after just one year. So company two launches in company one's home country. Their product might be technically inferior, but it solves the same customer problem. It's a little cheaper and they spend on marketing, so it looks good. They can even rely on saying things like thousands sold overseas now available here, and they effectively swamp the market, destroying most of companies one potential. It's called a category killer, so you need to be first to market. It's much easier and cheaper to set up an international operation than most entrepreneurs think. If you don't believe me, get in touch and I'll be explained. You don't need to be company one. It doesn't need to disrupt your business plan, or slow you down either. In fact, planned right, there are other advantages that can make your home-based business stronger. International expansion is easier and more affordable than you may think. Mm-hmm.